Hey friends, welcome back. I am so excited for today's episode. So this was an interview that I had recorded with my friend Devani and oh my gosh, she brings so much goodness to today's episode. So I'm going to keep it short. You're going to want to grab a pen and paper for this one. We're talking about different habits and different things that you can do and implement into your daily life that are super simple, super easy to help you with maybe stress, anxiety, overwhelm, or whatever you may be feeling or struggling with. And I am telling you, you're not going to want to miss this. So grab that pen and paper. Let's get into it. Hey friend, welcome to Purposefully Planned Mom Life. Are you over rocking that hot mess mom bun? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering when you're going to figure it out and how to have more balance in your day to day? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel disappointment when nothing goes as you intended and somehow the house is still a mess, you haven't showered again, and yeah, that quiet time, forget about it. Hey, I'm Sarah. I too was that busy mama who looked like I had it together, but deep down struggled with how I somehow got lost in this new season. I wanted more balance in my life, and I wanted to work towards my God-given goals and dreams, but didn't know where to start now that I was a parent. I kept telling myself, this is how life is now, and I'm simply just a hot mess mom. Eventually, I broke up with that ungodly belief over my life and began planning and journaling and taking action. In this podcast, you will learn how to prioritize and plan, develop intentional habits, and build your faith as a busy, multi-passionate mama so that you can have more clarity, confidence, and purpose in all that God is calling you into. If you're ready, yank up those high-waisted leggings, grab that journal and planner, and let's get to it. Awesome. Hey, ladies. I am so excited to bring you a special guest today. Her name is Devani, like Stephanie, I think is how she told me to pronounce it. I am so excited just to have her on the show today because we are talking about two really, I think, important things that a lot of people, I mean, we talk about, I feel like in society, but honestly, it's a way bigger deal than sometimes that we think about, right? So we're talking about anxiousness, anxiety, and then insecurities today, which kind of tie into all the things, self-love, self-confidence, self-acceptance, how to be more confident, right, in yourself. So Devani, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. Please tell us who you are, what you do, like just tell us a little bit about you. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Sarah. So my name is Stephanie. Yes, I pronounce just that's the easiest way to explain how to pronounce it like Stephanie. Uh, so my name is Stephanie and I live in San Diego. Um, I have two for children and I am a therapist um, by trade. That is what I went through school for. I'm actually a licensed clinical social worker. Um, so I'm, I do that clinical work. And then I also do um, coaching as well. So um, the brand that I've really been building up is called Free and Well, and it's centered around helping women grow um, their self-compassion. So being kinder to themselves and then really starting to feel more confident in who they are and really using faith-friendly psychology to do that. Oh, I love that. And I know you and I talked about that earlier, but faith-friendly psychology. I love bringing like psychology or science or kind of just how we function as human beings, whether it's in our emotions or mental or in the, in the physical, and then bringing that faith aspect and really bringing them together in such a cohesive way. Because if you think about it, it just makes sense. God created all of that, 
right? So I love that. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. So it's a topic, like we said, is going to be about anxiety and insecurities. And I know, I know I personally have struggled with insecurities throughout my life. Definitely anxiety has kind of been a newer thing for me just as a mom. I think there have been different things that have come about. And I think part of it's age and maybe that's silly and maybe that's not, but as I've gotten older, anxiety has become more of a thing. And it's hard sometimes, um, especially for a lot of people. I know post COVID world, it has been like a whole new, whole new thing as far as dealing with anxiety and how to handle and manage that, especially because then we get stressed out and stress does a whole totally different number on us. So what is your story on how you realized that you were super anxious? And I know you mentioned you had some insecurities about yourself and like, how did you recognize those things? Like, what is the story behind that? Yeah. So it's really interesting. I really didn't realize that I was struggling with these things until I went to grad school. And so I was in my master's program and started to learn all of these really amazing things about the brain and just about like healing and health and wellness. And I started to like, alongside being in grad school, started to really do a lot of my own deep diving into the things that were coming up in school and what I was noticing. And it was so interesting because I really didn't realize how much I had struggled with anxiety for probably, I I can imagine throughout childhood as well. And I just never realized it. And I think that that can happen to a lot of us who are maybe more high functioning where it's like, I'm still doing everything and I'm also doing everything super well. So people tend to not notice so much and, or like, we just don't realize that it's not natural to feel worried and on edge all the time, right? Because that's what we're living with and that's what we're used to. And so I started to realize like, oh my gosh, I think I'm struggling with anxiety. And then also I started to become more aware of how this was showing up in my interactions with other people. And just, I think one of the best ways that I can describe what my experience was, was really realizing how much time I spent in my head, whether it was about my insecurities. So always wondering what other people were thinking about me, always feeling like other people were judging me, feeling like everyone else had somehow this manual to life and they knew what they were doing and I never got the manual. Right. (laughs) And so, and so it's like, I realized that through the insecurities and anxiety that I was spending so much time in my head, analyzing, overthinking all of that. And I was like, oh my gosh, it doesn't have to be this way. And I feel like that realization in itself, it doesn't have to be this way. Uh, you don't have to keep living this way was kind of the the door that opened. And then I started going into all of my own work around who I actually am through my faith, right? Like I had to do a lot of work around my actual identity. Like, where does my worth come from? Where does my value come from? And realizing that it was about me and God, not about me and other people, not about me compared to other people, right? Or what other people thought about me. And then learning a lot of really helpful tools around anxiety. And I will say too, that even in recent years, as I've been deepening my own clinical work and through what I've been learning, I feel like I've been learning even more tools um, that I love sharing now, even more so than I did in grad school, just as I've been evolving and learning as a therapist as well. Oh my gosh. That is so good. I'm like listening to you. I'm like, yeah. Oh, 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 maybe I have more anxiety than I realize. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, I think it's, and I think part of it is, you know, like you said, we're, we get comfortable, comfortable, well, it's probably not the right word, but we kind of get complacent with how we're feeling and the way that we function in society. And it's also almost normal. It's accepted that like, well, this is just the way things are and you should, you know, this is normal, but it's, it doesn't have to be. And I think having that awareness is one of the first things I am a big advocate for, you know, whether you're trying to change a belief about yourself or whether you're trying to, you know, change something in your life. I think being aware of where you're at is super important. And that's the first step, because if you can't accept that, Hey, this is not where I want to be, or this is not okay. Or this doesn't have to be this way. It's very hard to move into what you actually envision because you don't want to accept where you're at. So I think, I think that's amazing. And so, okay. How can someone, let's say who's feeling anxious, you know, from a therapist perspective, but also like we talked about having that faith filled kind of uh, perspective as well. How can someone maybe start overcoming anxiousness or overcoming just that feeling? Like what are some, some first steps that they could take? Yeah, absolutely. So I would always say, this is the therapist in me. This is me putting on my therapist hat. I will always say, if you feel like you need support, like reach out and get connected to a therapist, right? So get some extra support. That space is invaluable to have that support. Um, so gonna, gonna always throw that out there. Yeah. And I think on top of that, I think the really big pieces that I have found so, so powerful are like I mentioned before, really starting to look at where do I feel my value and my worth come from and really, oh, I was jumping into the faith. I was jumping into the faith piece. Okay. So therapist side, therapist, psychology side. I would say just starting to notice what anxiety looks like for you. So noticing where this can tend to come up and just starting to notice it. And I think a really nice first practice of what people can start doing as you're becoming more aware of that, when you notice this anxiety coming up, putting your hands on your heart and taking a couple of really nice slow breaths. And again, like you mentioned, that's just us building the awareness of starting to become more aware of when are the moments where this is coming up for me? What does anxiety feel like for me in my body? Right. And what does this, what does this look like and feel like just starting to build a relationship with that anxiety, getting to know it a little bit. What does this look like? How does it show up? I think that's a really good place to start. Um, and then I won't go too much into this, but I think for me, when I conceptualize anxiety, I do want to say, like you mentioned this earlier, and I wanted to reiterate, because I think it's so powerful to acknowledge that it is, it is very normal and natural for every human to experience anxiety in different moments, right? Like God created us to have these different responses in our brain to help us if we're out hiking and we hear something in the bushes, or we're walking out into the street and a car is coming. Like we have these stress responses and these emotions for a reason, but it's really learning how to navigate them well and to really be compassionate with them and kind of shift how we relate to them so that they feel more helpful and not like a hindrance to us. So just want to say that, like, it's very natural to feel those. So just because you feel them sometimes does not mean that, you know, anything is wrong, but it's more so thinking about how much anxiety am I feeling? Does this feel like it's impacting me? 
right? And that may be the space where you're like, okay, maybe I need some extra support. Maybe I do need to focus more of my efforts on this if it's feeling impactful for you. So that would be kind of the therapist approach would be starting to really notice it and to get more aware, build a relationship with it. Um, And there's so many different things that we can do in there. So many different approaches. And then on the faith side, the faith side of, and of course these can go together, but I, I would really encourage you to dig into the word and really get to know what God says about you and about how you're personally experiencing anxiety. So I had a friend recently tell me, she was like, I'm having a lot of fear around this, a lot of anxiety around this. And it's like, okay, let's go into the word and find very specific verses that you feel speak to you and what you're going through right now, right? Not a million verses, but just finding one or two, three max, writing them on a post-it, sticking them somewhere you're going to see every day, and just starting to meditate specifically on those verses, right? That could be verses around how much you're loved, how much you're being guided and protected, um, that your value comes from your relationship and your faith, right? Not, not from any other work or anything that you could possibly do. Or maybe it's about more trust and more faith. Whatever those are, I think that's a really great place to start. Oh my gosh, I love that. I'm like, literally like, <laughs> I'm gonna cry because the food is so good. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I love that. And I love, you know, again, integrating the two, I think there's things that we learn, you know, whether that's just through science or through schooling, or also just through the study of humans, right. That we have learned over the last, I mean, we've had some leaps and bounds in the mental health world over, I would say what the last 20 years, like it's been pretty massive compared to where we were 20 years ago with mental health and being open with, Hey, these are the things we're experiencing, which are normal, but there are ways that we can work towards living a less stressed and more joyful life. But also saying that, you know what, as a faith-filled person, like God also says these things about me and, oh, okay. Anyways, I love that. That's so, so good. So on this show, we love talking about like, you know, habits and intentional actions and purposefully planning out different things that we can do to find that true balance in our lives. And I think this, I think this really falls under like just mental health in general, right? I think insecurities, anxiousness, you know, having the lack of whether it's self-love or acceptance or whatever it is that somebody could be struggling with. And, you know, what are some things that if you could give us some maybe specific examples of habits, I love tiny habits. I love small things. And you did mention one of them where you put your hand on your heart and you just take a few breaths. If someone's experienced, somebody, if somebody is listening and they're experiencing some type of anxiety or anxiousness, or they feel like, okay, you know, something is really stressful right now. And I am struggling. What are some habits that they can start to implement into their day? that day or week or however often you recommend that maybe can help them kind of start that process of overcoming whatever it is that they're feeling and kind of getting back to like, okay, we are good. I'm aware I can move past this and this is what I can do to help along the way. Yeah. Such a good question. I love the habits piece because that's so important. So I would say, yes, like you mentioned, I think scheduling, whether putting on a timer, putting an alarm on your phone, whatever you want to do once a day of putting your hands on your heart and taking three really slow breaths is a really beautiful way to start. 
I think another thing that has felt really impactful for me is some type of meditation practice. So that can look like, that could look like you having one of those verses and literally just reading that verse over and over again for a couple minutes. It could be you choosing one word from that verse and just taking breaths and focusing your mind on repeating that one word. Or it could be you going onto YouTube and looking up a grounding meditation. I find grounding meditation so helpful, specifically with anxiety, because typically grounding meditations are going to help us come back into the space that we're in, the room, the environment. Um, It's really tuning into our senses and really coming back into the body and into the space. And I find that that can be really helpful because often with anxiety, we're getting and or just a stress response going on, right? We're in fight or flight. We're feeling stressed about this is that we then start to get really in our head and we get really disconnected from our body and from the space that we're in. So doing some type of grounding meditation can be really helpful. And then on that note, Another one could be tuning into our senses, literally just taking a moment and saying, okay, what can I hear? What can I see? Right? Like, and getting specific as silly as it feels, I dare you to try it and see how it feels. I know it sounds really silly, but it's like looking around and getting very specific. What are the colors that I see? What are some specific objects that I didn't notice a minute ago that now I can bring my awareness to, right? What do I hear? What are a couple textures that I can sense Um, can really, really soothe the, the stress response that's bringing us into that stressed face. And then I would also say we, you mentioned journaling earlier and I love, love, love that. And I think, uh, I mean, you can totally just do like a brain dump of whatever's going on. That's always helpful. Another really great practice. This is not my own, but it's a positive psychology practice is the practice of asking yourself, what are three things that went well today and why did those things go well? So, okay. Today, my interview with Sarah went amazing. Why did it go well? (laughs) Because she was amazing and she was so friendly. And I was also trying to be really present for that interview, right? Like really getting into the details. Um, and that's something that we can do every day. And I feel like can drastically impact our mental health as well. Now, I love that. You know, I love journaling. Like that is my jam. And you know what? I really actually, you said that it sounds weird, but to me, it makes so much sense when you talk about, makes so much sense when you talk about the senses. That's funny. Um, But it really does because I think, okay, so a lot of my audience are moms and I know me as a mom, there are so many things throughout my day since becoming a mom that I am distracted with. And there are, we already as women have a gajillion thoughts. I don't know what the statistic is, but there's like 70,000 thoughts that run through our mind a day or something crazy. And before I had my son, I had a little bit of downtime to just be disconnected and to just be aware of like what was happening around me. And like you said, being aware of just the room or where I'm sitting at the park or whatever it is. But since having my son, there's this like hyperactivity that's happening because now I'm worried about, okay, what's going on with him? You know, how can I make sure I'm taking care of him? Does he need anything? Does anybody else need me? Like what's happening? You know, there's just a difference in what happens in my brain personally. And maybe, you know, whoever's listening, maybe you can relate to that. And so I think 
taking that intentional time, purposefully planning it out and saying, okay, today at this time, I'm going to take, even if it's five minutes, everybody has five minutes. I emphasize that. I don't care who you are and how many kids you got. You got five minutes and you can sit down and do these practices. And I love, I love that. I'm going to start looking up some stuff because yeah, and I, I love, I love that you brought that up because I think too, like I, I worked in schools for a long time and these are things that, you know, of course I would adapt, but like that benefit children as well so much. So like with your kids, of course, if you want to do this alone, you do you like take your time. But if you want to also do this with your kids, like look up mindfulness for kids. There are books, there are exercises, like imagining telling your kid, okay, we're going to blow out the birthday cake candle. Right. And they take a big breath in and then they blow out the candle. Right. Like and just teaching them to take three breaths with them, right? If you feel awesome. you want to do that. Oh my gosh. I already can think of somebody that actually I want to share all of that with. Cause I'm like, oh, she mentioned to me how she has a really anxious daughter and she's only, I think she's yeah. six today. So yeah, that might, oh my gosh. So amazing. I love that. Wow. Tevani, this was so good. And I feel like you and I could sit here and just talk for hours. Totally. <laughs> amazing. And you have this, I believe, I truly believe you have like amazing gift for this too. Just, you have a natural soothingness to your voice and uh, tell us where can our listeners find you where I know you have a podcast. I know you have different things that you offer. Where can we find you? Where can we connect with you and get to know you more? Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. I would say best place. Just look up free and well podcast on anywhere you're listening and it's free. And then the, and sign, not the word free and sign. Well, and then I also have a Facebook community and I hang out on Instagram as well. Free and well for all of those. Um, but definitely I would say the podcast is the best place to come find me. I hang out new episodes twice a week. So that's where I'm at most of the time. Oh, that's awesome. I cannot wait to check out now more. I'm going to be totally binge listening to you just so you know. And that is so great. Yes. I will include all your links, of course, in the show notes, but thank you so much again. And I definitely hope that in the future we pop on and we can talk about some more stuff. This has been so good. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. I truly hope you were able to receive something from today's episode. If you have a moment and you are loving this episode or this show, if you could please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, it would be such a blessing to me. And this is how I really know that this is somehow blessing you. Thanks so much again, friends. And until next time, have a wonderful goal crushing week.